surreal thirst quencher. Don't forget, its fresh, clean taste is the finest yet. It's a quick, refreshing lift you get. Nothing does it like Seven Up. That's right. Nothing does Boom. it like Seven Up. Shaka Laka. There it is. Thank you to Seven Up. Sponsoring the podcast, 7-Up is a drink similar to Sprite, if you've ever had that, but a little bit different. It's a little bit more citrusy, there's a little bit more sugar, and it tastes the exact same. We're also sponsored by Blockbuster Video. Put the code name Ness into blockbuster.com slash rentals and get 18% off your next movie rental. Don't forget to rewind that DVD before you return it or you will be fined. Um, the fines are not enforceable by any municipality or civil service, but you will have the guilt in your head of knowing that you watched a DVD, you didn't put it back the way that it should have been, and that's an ethic lesson that you should have learned from your parents when you were a kid. So Ness... Codename Ness, blockbustervideo.com slash rentals, and welcome to the cast. Guys, welcome. Here we are. Um, Elephant in the room, obviously. I'm hoping some of you are coming over from a podcast I used to do called Two Mirrors Podcast with my good friend, Brett Forte. And, you know, we had to end the podcast. And I think that if you listen to that and you're a fan of that, you deserve an explanation because, you know, when you listen to something, that's basically you putting time into it, getting invested, looking forward to it. And if it just ends all of a sudden and no one explains it to you, I think that's, you know, it's kind of rude to say the least. So just so you guys know, it wasn't an easy decision, and it wasn't one incident that canceled the podcast, but it was sort of, you know, numerous things that eventually we took a step back. We looked at the podcast together, and when you're doing a partnership, you have to start thinking long-term, where is this going to go? What is our plan for this? What is our vision? I mean, we just started it kind of on a whim, just having fun. But then eventually, you know, things get a little more serious and you do have to start thinking long-term. And, you know, we just both realized mutually that we are both in such different lanes outside of that podcast that down the road, it would have just led to more tension and neither of us would have felt like we could do fully what we wanted to do with it, I don't think. And so, that's like, that's how we split up, man, you know, and sometimes it, it is frustrating, I think, for people if you listen to something and you care, and then they split up, it, but it's happened throughout history, it's happened with the Beatles, uh, it happened with the Spice Girls, not a lot of people remember, but Ginger Spice left the Spice Girls. Hey, Hallowell, Ginger Spice to fans, after missing two appearances with the free prefab group last week, officially quit the act on Sunday. Spice Girls say they'll soldier on as a foursome, but who among us can't say they won't miss that saucy redhead? And that, and we never even got an explanation because there wasn't podcasts back then. There wasn't, you know, blogs. And so Ginger just left and we never heard. And I think that's something that still frustrates me because I was a fan. I was a young man at that time, you know, and that music was inspirational 
to me and it helped get me through a lot of tough things that happened to me in grade two. And for one of the, you know, one of the core members to just leave and then Sporty Spice is still out there, you know, wearing her pants backwards. Did she do backwards or was, no, she wore them, but she wore her fly undone as if nothing happened. And I always thought that was disrespectful, you know, and Baby Spice is out there, you know, doing the baby stuff as if her friend didn't leave. Can someone step up? Posh, maybe Posh, could you step up? And say something. What happened to Ginger? Okay. So that's where I think I owe you guys an explanation. I, If you guys are coming along listening to this, I beyond appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm sorry we had to end that. But we will both go on to do new things. I think Brett will start his own podcast. I'm out here. You know, I've already got a sponsor, 7up and Blockbuster. So we're going to keep cruising. And we're still buddies, just so everyone knows. We're not frenemies. Or whatever that term is from 2007. Um, we're still buds, you know. And that was, you know, it's tough because it's like you're breaking up with someone, you know. You have an ex. And it's weird for it's weird for a guy to have an ex that's like a, a business partner, I guess. I know that this man doesn't see it coming. He's going to feel so blindsided. Makes me feel so terrible. I don't know. Whatever. Let's move on. My mask. Haven't washed it yet. I work for Costco and I'm asking this member to put on a mask because that is our company policy. So either wear the mask. And I'm not doing it because I woke up in a free country. He's going to take the card away because he's a. Haven't washed it. It occurred to me today. And I think this is a pattern in my life. I don't know what, you know, my mask to me, I realized, is going directly on my face. So if there's anything that I should probably at least rinse, it should be that, given the fact it touches my nose, my nostrils, my cute little cheeks. (laughs) My lips. But I haven't even thought to wash it until today. And it occurred to me, I'm like, you know, I got to do something. I, I mean, I've been sort of rinsing it. I go outside and I uh, I sort of like I hold it in the wind and I beat it with a pencil. And I think, I mean, that works for carpets. And a mask is really just a small carpet for your face. So I've been doing that. But I think I got to take it a little more seriously because I did realize like I've been putting it on tables. I mean, I treat my mask like shit. I feel bad. I don't even show respect. This is the one thing that's protecting me or protecting other people. We we really don't even know how they work, but, and I just, the cavalier attitude that I have with this thing. So the mask I'm going to clean um, probably in like two weeks. I think that's when I'll do it. I don't know. It's weird. I just don't, you know, my mask is sort of like my, uh, it's, I, I really, it's sort of like my bed sheets because this, and I'm not, I'm on it. This is not a bit. I'm honestly not saying this to be funny. I, Literally, I didn't know you're supposed to wash bed sheets and that type of stuff. Like I knew that my mom did that when I was a kid, but when I moved out on my own, you know, it's the same way. Like when I moved out on my own, I've never bought milk, right? When you move out, you make your own way. That's part of becoming a young man, becoming a young adult. And for me, it took me until I was 25 to move out, but I'm still, you know, that's when you, <laughs> that's when you become a young man. And I realized that I have certain new rules that didn't exist when I lived with my parents. I don't buy milk. 
because why would I drink milk? Plain old milk milk, on the other hand, is also a strained product. It's filtered cow blood. If you drink milk, dude, if you drink milk after 15, what are you doing? You're done growing. What are you doing? And I'll listen to answers. If you guys want to send me a message that you drink cow's milk, I'll listen to the reason behind it. And if you, but by the way, if you tell me that you drink milk because you have cereal, then I got even more questions. Because who eats uh, cereal? How do you get full? I've never understood that. First of all, who has the time? Cereal takes, it's, is that the longest breakfast you could ever have? You got to get a bowl. That's not that bad. But then you got you to gotta pour Cheerios in there. You got to put milk in there. And then you have to sit down and eat it with a spoon. Who? Oh, do you like getting up two hours early for work? So you can eat cereal? Ain't nobody got time for that. Maybe in 1953. But not now. People's attention span is eight seconds. It's not the millennial way. We're out here. We crush five-hour energies, right? We snort pre-workout off a counter. And then you go to work like an adult. And you crash. You you crash at 10 a.m. But then you know what you do? You pump yourself with more caffeine. And that's how you get through the day. Who cares? Long-term health effects? Whatever. By the time that we're old, we'll just download our bodies into a computer anyway. I'm not worried about it. So anyway, all I'm saying is, I haven't washed my mask. And this is a true story. I didn't know you're supposed to wash your sheets. And I'm not kidding. I actually didn't know that. And then when my fiance, my girlfriend at the time, moved in with me like four years ago, it was like two weeks went by and she's like, what are we washing the bed? And I'm like, did you pee it? I wet my bed. Why? I think it's fine. Did you? <laughs> she's like, no. No, I didn't pee it. I wet my bed. But you got to wash the sheets. And I'm like, in what? I didn't even, I honestly didn't even know how to do it. And she's like, I'll just do it. So she put it in the, you know, the washroom dryer, all that type of stuff. And, you know, I think then it occurred to her that the fact I asked those questions is alarming. That's a red flag. She said, well, when, when's the last time you've washed these sheets? And I said, I, I mean, since I moved in here and she did, she almost threw up. <laughs> Because it finally occurred to her, like, I lived in there three years in that condo before she moved in. And I'm that's that's a true story that she, you know, she'd come over, sleep on those. She, she didn't know. I guess she thought I had a pretty robust rinsing schedule for these sheets. No, not one time. Not one time. But then she's like, oh, that's disgusting. And I'm like, it's not. I don't understand why. I know your your skin gets on it, but that's my skin. That's my own skin. You know, if it was other people's skin. You know, if people came over and they put their skin on my sheets or they put snakes in the bed and they shed all over the sheets, I get it. That's disgusting. Get them out of here, right? It's my skin. It's me. And you know what? You have to believe in yourself and keep your old skin. So, whatever. I don't. I still don't wash it, you know. I think she washes it every now and then because she gets disgusted but it's it's one of those things dude it's one of those things it's like blowing your nose again it's like blow and i've 
talked about this before. You don't have to blow your nose. You don't. This is all made up. I've never blown my nose in my entire life. It's all, it's made up. I sound like Donald Trump right now because I'm just denying it's fake news. It's fake news. Blowing your nose does not need to happen. That is, and if it did, why don't animals do it? That's what I'm saying. Why don't cheetahs blow their nose? Why don't gorillas blow their nose? Because they don't have to. That is, it's all a conspiracy. It's been organized by Kleenex or whatever. Probably, you know, Bill Gates. Who knows? This Illuminati stuff. They tell you you got to blow your nose. But then guess what? You blow your nose one time and now you become addicted. And now you become one of those people who shoves tissue paper in their pocket. People who put tissue paper in their pockets and their purse and they're wherever because they're afraid they're going to have to blow their nose are not invited to my house. They're not invited to my life because that's disgusting. It's why don't you just carry toilet paper in your pocket? What if you have to wipe? You wipe perfect every time. You don't have to do a follow-up. Sometimes, let's all be honest, you have to do a little bit of a follow-up a little bit later. Do you carry toilet paper with you? So I don't need that in my life. Those, these are things that I honestly think are conspiracies. The bed rinsing I kind of get, but I'm still not doing it. I don't know. I just feel like it's me. Whatever. I would love if my whole body shed in one night and I got to come out like a snake and have a whole new body, right? Whole new skin. All right. This is stupid. Last night, we blew, blew air on our dog's butthole. So... Apparently, 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 dogs don't, I had no idea about this, but they're very defensive about their their buttholes. And we have a little Boston Terrier, and he's so good natured, he's always playful. And last night, I don't know what came over me. I had a lot of energy. I was excited. You know, it was bedtime, but I wasn't ready for bedtime. I was excited. I was jumping around. 10.30 p.m. I was jumping. I just had energy. And our dog bends over on the on the bed right I see his little butt and my brain just goes and this is where I almost don't take responsibility because it was my brain said blow blow on it and I said okay okay brain you know what's best for us let's try and I went a little dude this guy (laughs) I've never seen this before he freaked out he he has never he barely even barks and he was coming at me with the foam rabies mouth. Like he was going to bite me. It's completely irresponsible, to be honest. And I was freaking out. And then I see Jen, my fiance, and now the dog's facing me. And I think she's going to go grab him to help calm him down. And you know what she did? She blew on his butthole. She, from the other side. So now he's now he does a 360, a 180. He's doing a 1080 because he doesn't know. He doesn't trust anyone. Right? He's trying to cover his butt. Literally. And the level of betrayal in his eyes, when he looked at us, you know, we're his owners. We walk him. We feed him. He trusted us until last night. And then he looks at us and he goes, it's just like, I don't I don't even know who you guys are. You know, I'm out here trying to be a dog. I tried to play with my bone. You guys are blowing on my butt. And I could not believe how much that that impacted him. And then I thought about it, and you know what I realized is, you know, dogs, 
they really they say hi to each other by smelling each other's butt, right? So I think if someone blow like that's sucking in, right? That's like a hello. But if someone blows on your butt as a dog, that's got to be like someone yelling in your face as a human, right? That's like someone shouting right in your face. And you're like, relax. Okay? So I kind of understood it. So I'm saying, if you guys have a dog, don't blow in their buttholes. They don't like that. It's an, And uh, I actually felt bad about it after. And the weird part is like, how do you say sorry to a dog? Most dogs, they don't even speak, you know, a lot of English. They know like, shake a paw, sit, roll. So, you know, how do you convey sorry to them? I guess you just try to look extra sad. I don't know. He, But the nice part is dogs forget immediately. He was over it in like 20 minutes. And we'll probably do it again tonight. I don't know. But at least it's a dog. I don't know if you guys have seen. There's this new documentary on uh, Netflix called My Octopus Teacher. That everyone's talking about. And uh, I don't know, man. We watched it. And it's one of those things where, I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's basically this guy, this, okay, I'll tell you the Netflix, the straight up facts, and then I'll tell you my interpretation. This The, the straight up facts is this guy is like, he's, you know, some like nature journalist or whatever. He kind of quits. He moves back to where he grew up in the ocean. He didn't grow up in the ocean. He doesn't, he's not a amphibious human he grew up next to the ocean and i'm sorry that i even had to clarify that to be honest i'm kind of mad that i did he grew up so he goes back to like his childhood home or whatever he starts going in the ocean every day and he's snorkeling which to me means like he bored just so bored i mean how bored do you have to be to just snorkel right snorkel and i will say it like that that's the german way of saying snorkel He's so bored. He goes snorkeling every day. Oh, and then one of the times when he's snorkeling, he meets a little octopus. Right? And I say he meets an octopus because he thinks he meets an octopus. And this is this is where I'm going to start telling you my interpretation. Because if I, if I went snorkeling and I saw an octopus, I would just say I went snorkeling and I saw an octopus. But this this guy's brain said, I I met an octopus. I met one. Like he has a connection with the octopus. Okay, so right away I'm like, this is a little crazy. That's a little crazy. This guy thinks he met an octopus. And then he says, I'm going to go back every day for a year. And I think a lot of people look at that and they go, that's really cool. You know, that is like... The way an athlete would train for an event, the way that an author would write a book, showing commitment every day. And when I heard he's going to go back to see the octopus every day of the year, I I just heard he's so lonely. And that's sad. And what are you running from? I mean, how much have people hurt you in your life? And I'm not making fun of the guy. I'm just saying, like, how how bad do people have to hurt you where you see <laughs> you see an octopus who kind of looks at you and you go, you know what? You're my friend. And I'm going to come see you every day. 
And you know what? He does. He goes every day to go see this octopus. And I'm not going to spoil it. There's a lot of drama. Some things happen to the octopus. And, you know, what I'm hearing is it's really, it is fascinating. I mean, they are crazy animals. They can camouflage. They can do all this crazy stuff. But ultimately, it feels like it was a guy who kind of wanted to marry the, the octopus. You know? And it seems like no one's really mentioning that angle. Because I'm just thinking, if I had a friend, if I had a friend who told me I can't come out tonight because I actually, I met someone, I would say that's fine. Where Could I meet them? And they go, no, because they live under a sea urchin in the ocean and also they are an octopus and also they have eight legs i would say oh i wouldn't say oh that's really fun we should make a documentary i would say you i'm worried i'm worried that you had to befriend an octopus over people so anyway, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess, I guess he was in love for a bit. Like the dude has like a picture of this octopus on his thing. I'm just saying, man, it is kind of cool. I'm not, you know, poo-pooing the whole thing, but it is one of those where <laughs> dude, I don't know if you went to anyone else's house and they were friends with a, any creature that wasn't a cat or a dog. I feel like that's a red flag. And you'd also be like, we got to get out of this dinner party right now. Wouldn't you? I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to keep this one short today. You know, this is episode one. And I want you guys to help me. If you're interested, you know, shoot me some things for the next for the next episodes. I'll watch videos that you guys want me to watch. I'll answer questions. I want this to be interactive because I'm here alone. This is my outlet right now for the next, you know, until we get these vaccines in here. This is going to be the outlet. But I do appreciate anyone who's listening. I think it's fun. And uh, I cannot wait. I'll put one of these out every week. I want to have, I want to talk to uh, anyone who's listening. Send me some stuff, whatever you want me to talk about. Any questions you have, any videos. If you know anything about octopuses, if you do blow your nose or you drink milk and you got a reason, you got a good reason for me why you do those things, then I'm down to listen. Other than that, you know what? I'll see you guys later. Go give yourself a hug and bye-bye.